Hey everyone, it's Mallow, your host of Identico After Dark and the creative director here for Identico. Before we get started, I just wanted to let you know that this episode is brought to you in part by Gamers Heaven and their newest location just north of Seattle, Washington. There, in a family-friendly and welcoming environment, you can play tabletop or video games, read manga, or just relax with friends and sample some amazing drinks from their boba tea bar. If you want to learn more, log on to GamersHeavenSeattle.com to see hours and location. Now let's get on with the show. Hello, Fringers. The following podcast may not be suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. everybody welcome to chaos inc and identical actual play live stream i am alex the humanoid and i am once again joined by our awesome cast first playing apex one of our intrepid hackers is steph let's flip it <laughs> that's the best i can do we all were on this hgtv <laughs> kick earlier in our team chat and so she's talking about now they're gonna i think they're gonna do a flip this house for the compound <laughs> they went to so playing zed lane are dastardly corporate operative it is caleb it'll be good to get settled in our new home put all this upset behind us <laughs> next playing maxi a former leo and we learned last episode a mysterious figure with mysterious allies Ooh. it's michael hey thanks and uh thank you for joining us tonight on trading safe houses Ah, I love that. That was a good one. And finally, playing Joan, our other intrepid hacker and amazing driver from last week's episode, it is Kaylee. <laughs> Thank you. And on this episode, Alex and his wife do not know that this safe house once was owned by a famous person called Al Capone, and his ghost still walks these halls. Ooh. That would make a good episode. Does it have good but, bones? No, nope, but that blood stain gives a pop of color. <laughs> <laughs> and we always need a pop of color. Always, always need a pop of color. Always. Pop of color. Okay. If you would pop like to know more about color was the phrase Alex desperately wanted us to use. So uh, <laughs> it's, it's in every episode. Kaylee, Kaylee the wins blue the round. Pillow for the pop of color. Well, I think square. the best thing about the pop of color is it matches a lot of the stickers that are now in the Identico store. And we're oh, about to get there. So, <laughs> uh, if you would like to know more about Identico and buy our very nice core rulebook, right? And possibly, and what just hit the store today and what the, the cast is talking about is these super, super dope holographic stickers. Okay. Just hit our store today. Go to playidentico.com. That's play i d e n t e c o.com. So you can find the core rulebook there. And if you like the PDF version of the game, you can go to Drive Through RPG. Just search Identico, and you can find our group of short stories, including In Defiance of Chaos and Warehouse Fifty Four, on Amazon.com. Just search for Identico. So, with all of that said, let's get you caught up on the last episode. After Maxie had rapidly decided to catch Redcap. The team jumps in the car, and they are immediately pursued by unknown mercenaries. Uh, the team is chased through East Silicon City by unknown operatives with Chone at the wheel. During the harrowing chase, Maxi deploys small arm fire and some hand grenades to throw off their pursuers. Apex starts hacking the vehicles in pursuit, blasting baby shark in their vehicles, <laughs> and rapidly shifting their climate control systems. See, and Stefan forgot about that. Okay. <laughs> also, while they were being pursued, they were simultaneously being hacked, and eight, uh, 
as Apex and Jones Glows were being attacked by the thing, but they managed to throw that off. And, you know, while all this was going on, to keep Redcap under the wraps, they drugged the living snot out of him. He is alive. <laughs> Maxie did some crazy acrobatics out of the side of the car and firing at drones, tailing from them from above. And uh, after all of that, they finally lost their pursuers. Uh, deciding they need to get out of town, Maxie uh, gets a hold of a mysterious group called Providence, who you'll remember from Maxie's day off, for assistance in finding a safe house where they can store themselves and the person purporting to be Redcap until the heat dies down. So they headed to a marina and stole a boat. Leaving the San Francisco Harbor and moving up the Pacific Coast, they hit to a coastal retreat held by Providence, and as they arrived, Maxie, searching around, knowing that he's going to have to pay for this, finds an envelope that says, A debt is owed. And that's where we'll pick up this week. So you've hauled Redcap's body. And gotten yourselves up into the compound. Um, most of the area immediately around the compound is like scrub grass, like coastal scrub grass. There, again, there are six total buildings that make up this little compound. It's set about, you'd guess, um, oop, come on. you'd say about a mile from the nearest road, kind of based on looking at your glows and kind of looking at the photo, uh, satellite photos of the area. So you're well set off the road and right above some some really harsh cliffs that you had just walked up from where you parked your boat. Um, what would you like to do? Who's dragging Redcap's body, by the way? <laughs> Maxi? Sounds about right. Um, once we leave the boat, I'm going to make sure to uh, program the uh, program the the, the GPS, the, the autopilot. That's the word I'm looking for. I'm going to program the autopilot to just head back towards Silicon City, and then drive and just kind of drive around for you know eight to forty nine hours. That's quite a window, but sure. <laughs> it'll it'll run out of fuel at sea. Is the idea? Okay. Okay, so this is a big compound, like yep. warehouse uh, layout, or so. There's a large garage-looking building to the, on the west side of the compound, um, and it's got multiple bays open. It's about 120 feet long um, by about 30 feet wide. Um, at the southeast corner of the compound, there's another smaller garage. It just looks like it has two bays, and it looks like there's like some sort of like shop in there. And then there are four small, nearly identical, like bungalow-style houses that are in the on the north side. Um, is Maxie leading us to one of those in particular? Maxie's going inside the closest building at this time, which I think is like the bunkhouse. Uh, it's the the bigger, like, big, large base shops on yes. the backside, okay. the the okay. long building. I'm trying to find the picture you and, showed us last week. Uh, it's in the notes section. I got you. Okay, so we're coming up on it from the west. Yeah. Okay. 
Ah, oh, got it. Okay. Um. So as Maxie? we're oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Um, oh, as you're... we're as we're walking up, I will um, say to Maxie, uh, "Do you have any like burner glows stashed here? Since I'm kind of glowless at the moment." I do not personally, but I'm sure there are some stocked in the equipment room. Perfect. Kind of tough being a hacker without a glow. (laughs) I will give you all a brief tour once we take care of him. Okay, sounds good. Do we want to secure him in a back room somewhere. We Last have... week, Maxie had suggested a basement. Mm-mm. There are containment rooms as well in this facility. What in kind the... of place did you bring us to? It's a place we can be safe temporarily. That is incredibly vague. Yes. <laughs> cool. Well, let's find a containment room that is not at all creepy or ominous. Okay, are we, we heading to are we heading to the long building? We are headed to the long building, yes. Okay. I'm I will catch up. I'm going to send our contact a note that we are safe and give them a dead drop. I'll route it through my server. Which contact specifically? Because <laughs> you have a bunch. Uh, through our our, nor, our, our new uh, friends who are paying us okay. to do all this crap. Um, so I've got, uh, I'm going to basically route a quick message to it. Basically send them an address at my dead drop at my servers in the Cheyenne Nation. Okay. And so they can reach, basically leave us a message there. And I'll route my signal through that as well. And I'm doing that from down by the docks. So okay. give, me if- network, give me a networks check. Hey, Dice, that's a really good idea. <laughs> While we're doing that, Maxie, you head into the large building. There's no vehicles here currently. Um, the concrete floor has got the rubberized painting over it. Like this, just like the, the stain resistant stuff. And it's a light gray color. Um, there's a small craning system that's suspended from the ceiling. And you know where the doors to the below part are. They're hidden behind one of the tool chests. And uh, Maxie will turn to uh, to both Zed and um, uh, just brain farted. Uh, Apex. Apex. Yes, I got it. I got it. <laughs> Maxie will turn to Zed and Apex and simply say, uh, please try not to explore too much until I have verified all of the security measures have been deactivated. Okay. I'd hate to see someone get injured. Oh. I'd hate to get injured, so... <laughs> This is such a great plan. <laughs> and Maxi will and Maxi will like pull the tool chest out slightly. There's a small keypad and he'll enter in a, a large long sequence of numbers. And mm-hmm. then uh, the When your hand comes close to it, the numbers randomize in the buttons, so they're all screened out, but they all randomize in different locations every time you re-enter it. Understood. And at that, uh, he'll complete the sequence. And then uh, the section of wall uh, like slides in and then to the right. And there's a 
uh, stairway down. Do we need to wait here or are we going with you? No, you can accompany me. Okay, cool. Just wasn't sure. I super wanted to go down the creepy stairs behind the secret door. Thank you. I mean, <laughs> secret it's, door. I mean, it's lit like utility stairway. So, it, it, you know, it's yeah. not like. As, uh, as the door slides open, you hear the audible sound of the lights kicking on, the breaker like flipping over. And so there is lights going down the uh, metal spiral staircase that you see in front of you. Sure, I'll follow. Are, are you good on the stairs carrying red cap? I am fine. Okay. Thank you. Sure. And Maxie kind of has red cap. He's grabbed him by his jacket and then kind of grabbed him uh, by the by the belt or by the by the buttons and belt of his pants. Like so he's got his like hands in there like he's like he's got a, a handle. And he's basically carrying him down by his clothes. <laughs> Like a large duffel. Okay. It is fairly easy for you to uh, maneuver him down the stairs. Um, he is straight up dead weight right now, so he's not like struggling or doing anything like that. So you've brought a pretty good handle on him. So you head down the stairs and enter the lower hallways. And as we get to the base of the stairs at the lower hallways, there are a series of rooms. Uh, all of them have security doors and pads, and they all appear to be thick security doors. Uh, Maxi goes down to the second room on the left and enters in another sequence on the door. The door pops open, and inside is a very simple cell. Are there people in these other cells? No, this facility is unoccupied at the moment. Okay. It should be unoccupied. And then, yeah, Maxi stops and goes, <laughs> it should be unoccupied. We'll check that out when we take the tour. Okay. <laughs> Sounds wise. <laughs> I'd like to spend a dark side point. Oh, wrong game. Sorry. <laughs> uh, oh. So, uh, so uh, Maxi will take him in, lay him on the cot. The cot is a very, it's a very thin mattress on a metal frame. Um, the metal frame has been bolted to the floor and bolted to the wall um, everything looks relatively well kept um, whoever was here last cleaned up well yeah I was going to say almost as though there's a cleaning crew that comes in to clean this place but we know that's not true um, what are they as they say when you're camping you know pack out You know, pack out what you pack in yes <laughs> you know Guns, ammo, prisoners. That's kind of the responsibility when you use the safe house. You leave it in the condition you found it. <laughs> Better than you found it, technically. So uh, he'll just simply lay him on the bed and then, like, turn and kind of motion the group of you out. There is a there is a toilet in the room, uh, some, similar to a prison toilet. And it's a combination toilet and sink. But that's it for furnishings. It's literally the cot, the toilet sink. Sink toilet. Sink lit. Toilet link. Tink, the tink. <laughs> sure. I don't know what you call them. I can go with that. <laughs> it's a it's a toilet with a sink on the top where the bowl normally is. Yes, yes. 
So. Then, and he will shut the door, and then the sequence will automatically rekey. Yep. You hear the slamming of the double deadbolts, top and bottom, slam back into place, securing the steel door. We should go back up to meet Chon before I begin showing you the rest of the facility. Sure. I'll head up the stairs. Zed, are you coming? No, I'm going to stay here in the creepy (laughs) underground torture prison. Yep. How did you know there was a torture room? Oh. (laughs) I just assumed it came with the place. Okay. Technically, we refer to them as coercion chambers. (laughs) I would like to go upstairs now. Thank you. Feel free. (laughs) Although, if you would like to see the coercion chamber, I can... No. No. We may need to take Redcap in there at some point. Um... I'm gonna what go upstairs. Are, what what is our goal? Well, let's go up and meet Chown first. So we make our way up the stairs. Right, you're back in the main bay in the long barn. Is Joan is still actually standing outside. Uh, it looks. I think they just finished doing all their routing. And what was the role you got, Chown? Thirty-four. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Cool. I'll uh, basically check that message drop every eight hours is when I'll reconnect to the network, download the d- anything there, and then cut it off again. Hopefully that'll keep them from tracking us too much. Mm-hmm. And I'll head up the hill to uh, check out uh, the new compound. Uh, you see the team just coming out of the big long building on the west side of the compound. Uh, Sans red cap. Uh, did you put him in a little hidey hole? Yes. Is there an interrogation room? Should we be, or should we be on the lookout for? Uh, I believe I was explaining this to Zed. It is called a coercion chamber, mm. and yes, we do have one. Can can we just? Are there different pause? levels? I mean, there interrogation room, coercion chamber, and then torture air, torture arena, or like torture dungeon. Before we go any further. I'm just asking for research purposes. Understood. Please understand there are aspects to this safe house I will not speak about. And I I will not discuss. We are here due to connections that I have outside of our corp. And those connections are extremely private. Okay. Understand. I will what are we allowed brief, to know? I will give you a brief tour of the facility, at least the places you will be allowed to access in our time here. Our time here can be as long as we need it to be, or as short as it can be until we are found. Or I find sent the, another outlet. I sent the IOG a message a location to basically digital dead drop, and we'll check it every right once in a while and see if they have a message for us, and maybe they can take this Yoohoo off our hands. Yeah, I was going to ask, is our goal to pass him on or is our goal to get certain information from him? What is our goal with Redcap? 
I thought we were just supposed to get him to the IOG. That's what I thought, but I've been getting confused, so... It's been a confusing <laughs> night. Yeah. I stopped Redcap from escaping so that we could in- make sure we were able to hand him over to the IOG. Okay, so handing him over is ultimate goal. My, that is my understanding, unless something okay. has changed I'm unaware of. I just want to make sure I understand the plan. <laughs> I don't believe we have a plan at the moment. <laughs> or maybe the goal, maybe, should be a better way to put it. <laughs> Can Now, we, we removed his chip. Can we still okay. scan it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Ooh, I, I'm going to scan his chip. Uh, Apex, I believe, has the chip currently. Yep. Yeah, can you scan it since I have no glow? Give me a software check. Actually, sorry. Let's start. Let me back up one second. Okay. Do any of you have cryptography? Yes. Start there. Can I use my tech head with this? I do as well. Uh, Yes. Start with a crypto roll. It's a 22. Okay. You don't have... It's... You're only getting surface data. Apex, take a look at this. There's something else here, but I can't break it. Oh, yeah. Let me... Let me take a look. You still have full slaved access to my glow, so... Thank you. Um, that is not fantastic. <laughs> That's, let's see, 15. You get, <laughs> literally, you get a first and last name. It's the same kind of thing you would get if you were, if you were scanning it to buy coffee, right? Ooh, does it say Red Cap is the name? <laughs> no. What is the name? Hang on. <laughs> Do, 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 pulling up Redcap's character sheet. First Come name in. Red, last name Cap. <laughs> no. <laughs> it says his name is Crimson Chapeau. We got the guy. Do it. <laughs> do it again. So confusing. <sighs> uh, so his name is Azat, A Z A T, Dalton. Zot Dalton. That's the name that pops up. Hmm. A-Z-A-T. Actually, specifically, it's Azat Manish Dalton. I don't know. So I'm assuming that's a fake name. Uh, yeah. But I mean, he paid money to have a chip created with that, so... We had gotten information at one point that Redcap's name was Sean. Unless that information was wrong. Oh, yeah. I forgot we had a name. Um, can it, Chone, can you do like a search for. Not without going online. <sighs> I'm not used hey, to not having technology at my fingertips. Hey, Maxie. <laughs> Uh, we have a secure matrix connection that we can yes. use here. Yes, there is a secured connection. 
Maybe we should get back to that poor and get some resources understood so we can figure out what the hell we're able to do. The problem is, is our gear has probably all been tagged. So even if you we know, come this from a place secure is, location. This place is like Willy Wonka factory. Anything we want, I believe, is here. So we could probably find some other computers. To an extent, that is correct. All right, well, Maxie, okay. lead on. Find us a golden ticket. I've seen that movie too. I, I really like the reboot, the prequel. I'm not sure what you are. Ugh. I think they would like you to you continue would the tour. Like the reboots. <laughs> no, no. Yes, uh, yes. We should continue the tour. I don't know. There are no golden tickets here. Oh, there's a tour. <laughs> it's a cultural reference, buddy. Okay. Uh, yes, there, we'll, there we'll get you to again. watch it later. Again, there is there will be a brief tour to show you the places you are allowed to access. And then the first place we'll go is over to the smaller building near the drive. Hmm? It's a smaller garage. Mm-hmm. There are to you describe it. There are two vehicles inside, but I'll let you take it from there. So we walk into a smaller uh, garage. This looks to be a almost a limited customization shop with two very standard, very nondescript vehicles inside. This is the maintenance garage. Uh, we have access to these vehicles to use them as we may need, given that our current vehicle is likely uh, was compromised in a pretty epic car chase and it's in the bottom of the bay yes and well well, i was speaking of the boat (laughs) oh the boat yeah i didn't put a hole in the bottom of that so it's the boat will need to be disposed of as well it's heading out to sea right now very good any of the tools available in here, you are welcome to use. And then uh, he will walk us through the garage into another room in the back. And the room in the back of the garage is festooned with a variety of various technological tools. There are some, there are some essentially laptops. There's glows. There are a couple of hardware stations. There's a couple of uh, deep crypto stations. It looks um, as though it's set up to be some kind of lab. May I? And I will point at one of the glows. Oh, yes. They should be pre-activated. Thank you. With, with dummy accounts. I'll grab another one. And once it's kind of booted up, I'm going to check the local connection to see, you know, what its level of security is. Um, Give me a software check. And Maxie will go over to a small screen on the wall. He will open the screen, tap in a few numbers, and he slides his finger across twice uh, to denote two items being removed from the room. Ah. That is almost a max. That is 39. (laughs) They are both Cat B glows with... um, dummy partitions in them so you can make a front partition that looks very very legit and a back partition to hide all your 
Happy Fun Ooh. Tools. Ooh. It comes with a variety of software loaded, a few different apps that are built in. Okay. Um, so it has Fog of War, it's got What the, it's got Defuck, it's got Hooli Tools. It's, it is designed to be a, you know, one stop shop. Okay. I think it's oh a cat. It's a cat B glow, so I think it's a D12 bonus. Nice. Sweet. I will say we can have this, right? We are able to use and keep any of the equipment we find in the safe house. Anything we find necessary. (laughs) However, please do let me know as I do need to take inventory and I am responsible for the equipment we use. Chun quickly licks their glow and then takes it over. I'm like setting up all of my settings and like turning everything to dark mode. You and didn't have like... to lick it. It means <laughs> I own it. I'm gonna start uh, transferring some of my <laughs> some of my tools that aren't on here on, since it's better than my glow. Okay. If we'd like to continue the tour. Oh. Uh yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm I'm happy now. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we will go back. Uh, we'll head a bit uh, north to the smaller buildings. After these, you, Jeeves. These are residential buildings. Now we will be primarily using this building and the building next to it. The buildings, the two further buildings to the north, are currently out of commission. Okay. Or inaccessible. Okay. And we'll go into the first building, and it is a it is a Spartan layout, but there are there are a number of beds. It's set up almost like a studio apartment. It's wide open. There are no oh. there's there's maybe two internal structural walls. Open floor uh, plan. Very open floor plan. Oh gosh, great you for can, entertaining. You can see it easily. You can see across the room in a glance. Sure, you want to be cooking, but also drinking wine and talking to your guests at the same time. That's yeah, why you need the open concept layout. It's great for entertainment. It's yeah, <laughs> very modern. very customizable. <laughs> but everything in here is very beige. Yes. Oh. Mm. Well, it's got it is, good bones. There is a fully stocked kitchen. Uh, yeah, kitchen. That's Kidge. a fridge. In, that's a that's a fridge in the kitchen. The kitchen. Um, it's uh, it's one unit. It's a refrigerator and an entire kitchen in one. Um, no, there's a fully stocked kitchen, fully stocked fridge. Oh, Most of it is, yeah, is canned uh, non-perishables. There's a number of BDEs. Yeah. A like coffee um, maker of some kind. There is a very simple coffee machine. Sweet. Again, Perfect. not all of the comforts of our former apartment, but this will do for the time being. Okay. Is there was, is is it furnished as well? Is there's like some couches, beds, or something? Yeah. Cots? Again, it is. It's very Spartan. Okay. It's very, it's extremely Spartan. The ad, this, the furniture is very simple. There's nothing, uh, nothing fancy, but there are a number of, they are not cots. They are like double beds. 
like but they are set up two there's two on one wall uh there is a small table some basic chairs uh a couch there is no there are no large screens there are no there's no entertainment center so to speak Shun goes over to the couch and kind of like plops down in, in a corner and sits cross-legged and starts working on their glow. Shun, <laughs> as you sit, you get that new couch smell. Oh. <laughs> that wasn't me. The furniture in this safe house was recently refurbished, replaced. We should be the first occupants since they rebuilt. Ah, okay. Some some of this is a little ominous, like the really clean room and the recently refurnished. Like, is this a, a blood splatter would you, issue? Would you have preferred to stay in a roach-ridden dump? No. I mean, I'm not... Can't, beggars can't be choosers, but... <laughs> It is kept clean because it is important that it is kept clean. And when uh, upon saying that, Maxie looks over to Chone. <laughs> Doesn't say anything. What? And then just looks back to Apex. There are times when there are times when others need to use this facility. And it's best that we not leave traces of ourselves behind. Gotcha. Okay. So it's not like you know murders happened here, and you had to <laughs> replace all I the furniture. I did not say that. Okay, I'll stop asking hey, questions. Apex, yeah, don't ask. Don't just <laughs> leave it. And leave it. Anyway, as I, as I previously <laughs> mentioned, uh, th this building and the building that we, the other building we will be using, the other residential building, have just recently been rebuilt. Gotcha. If you will follow me, we will go back to the large main garage and I will show you the rest of the facility that we have access to that you have access to okay what? lead the way Zed yep let's uh yeah you have been suspiciously quiet I was actually going to point that out I'm glad Maxie beat me to that is uh, this is a very this is a very uncomfortable situation so I am uncomfortable how it's just just a bad bad place for all of us to be I think but needs must when the devil drives right I think he's upset because he doesn't have like like a coffee press um, this is uh, I'm player. shocked you're not more upset considering we're probably sitting in Torture Central and the fit you threw when we executed somebody a couple of days ago. But I guess we're just going to deal with it. I'm well aware that Maxie's work, the wet work that he's done in the past, I've seen his file, I've seen your file, and I know what both of you are capable of. What happened earlier took me by surprise and we've talked it out. So my reaction to this whole thing 
It's really none of your business, said. Oh, dang. <laughs> okay. If we'd like to continue. Yep. Sounds like a good plan. <laughs> yeah, Actually, let's walk the group. Uh, walk the group across to the the I'd say courtyard, but it's basically just a, a dirt field over to the <laughs> large empty garage. As you guessed, this is typically the a larger storage garage. Again, it has recently been rebuilt, and we are not using it as such at the time. However, as you've seen, there is an access to the lower levels, and the lower levels are where I will now show you how to access. Great. Please, Apex, follow me. Okay. And Maxi will enter in a temporary code into the into the panel behind the mm -hmm. toolbox. Mm -hmm. Apex, please place your hand against the panel. Sure. I'll put my hand Actually, against To be it. more specific, place your chip against the panel. Oh, okay. Do I need to be concerned about like my name being associated with anything here? No records of your visit will exist. Perfect. Okay. And I'll hold up my chip. And as you do that, the, the panel lights up green after two or three seconds. Sweet. Chung? Chung will come over and register. Another, again, <laughs> a sequence, a small sequence of key presses, and then Chon also gets a green light. Zed. Sure. Same sequence, or different sequence, the same result. Zed gets a green light. You all now have access to the lower level. If you'll follow me, please. And uh, Zed, since you are closest to the panel, would you please open the door? I'll just swipe my chip. <laughs> and as before, the panel opens and the, the, the door slides open in the wall and uh, the light, the lighting sequence choo, 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 comes goes down the stairway. Hey, Alex, um, as this is happening, I'm going to quickly go through my new glow and see about scanning this local network and to see what it would take to get access to it. There is none that you can see. It looks shielded. Okay. Could be could be hard lines everywhere, but you don't see anything wireless. Okay. Well, that was easy. Thanks. <laughs> and we go back down the stairs to the long hallway. The doors on the left are holding chambers. There are three. Currently, we have our prisoner in in cell number two. Cells number one and three are unoccupied. The doors on the right. There are three doors on the right as well. He'll, Maxie will open the first door. And the first door opens into what appears to be a conference room with a very, again, a simple and spartan layout. But Maxie will go up to the table and like wave his hand over a panel on the table and the panel goes full 3D, or the table goes full 3D. 
similar to the displays we had at the apartment, but a little bit more, let's just say it went from, you know, it went from a mid-level graphics card to a bleeding edge graphics card. There are a number of projectors uh, and a number of items popping up off the table, but you can basically at this point, your uh, map of the complex is popping up off the table and, uh, and Maxi very quickly shows you can move and zoom around and, you know, basic controls for the table. Are there camera feeds? <laughs> there does appear to be a virtual panel that you can select sections of the building. Okay. Apex, you seem to be very happy you're purring. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we there can, you go. We, <laughs> we may use this room for our planning sessions and also to get a monitoring of the local area. In case we are found, uh, we will be able to control some of the security measures for the building from here as well. Is... Is this here? Like, could we do, um, like, do some research from here? These, f this facility is a art shielded and secured facility. We should have full access to the net. We should have full access to data. Uh, again, please simply, I would ask those more technologically minded among us to please respect the security of the building as I cannot protect you if you decide to try to break it. <laughs> I, I wouldn't break it. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm leveling no accusations simply okay. if, if you attempt to make the network your own or find your own way in, I cannot be responsible for what may or may not happen simply giving everyone a warning. And uh, if we will continue and move on to the next room and uh, Zed, please, again, use your chip to open the chamber. Okay. This is equipment room A. And this equipment room is basically racks of some combat armor, equipment. It's mostly clothing and tech. There's BDUs. There's some basic level clothing. There's some expensive gear. Uh, I, again, there are inventories for the room, but I can simply say that, you know, it's, it's very well stocked and there are a number of sizes and there's a number of things available in the room as far as armors and and combat gear and combat tech again anything in the room is available to you however please do let me know if you take something as again i am responsible for anything we remove from this facility sounds good and and I will, the, the final room, equipment room, A. Wait, this was A or this was B? That was A. Okay. <laughs> equipment room B. And uh, Chone, if you could please open the door. And they will do so. 
And this door opens up to uh, equipment room B, which is also the armory. And again, a wide range of basic weapons. There are a few heavy weapons. There's a few sniper rifles. Uh, the equipment varies, but there's close combat weaponry. There's grenades. There's um, mostly, again, combat ready weapons. You have a very stocked safe house. It is not mine, which is why it is so well stocked. Okay. Uh, Apex gets a quick uh, emoji message of a little chibi chone with like water, like up to their eyeballs. <laughs> and the little chibi character just goes. And then there's one door at the end of the hallway. Uh, this door leads to the emergency exit for the facility. Ah. Important there is a, there is a an escape route. If the escape okay. route is used, which again the group of you has access to, using the escape route will trigger a destruct sequence. Okay. On the emergency facility. exit only. Got it. <laughs> So yes, please do not use the door at the end of the hallway. Okay. <laughs> don't I should say don't try to use it. Your chips should get you through the doorway. However, you do not have the codes to disarm the sequence. Got it. Okay. And that leads us to the end of the tour. Um, those are the areas. That, these are the areas that you will have access to. You all have access to Redcap's chamber as well if you need to speak with him or we need to move him to another chamber for coercion. I mean, I think he's pretty out of it right now, so... Might feel, free to, feel free to make yourselves at home, as the saying is. Yeah, I would love to use the fancy uh, conference room. You have full access. Joan, you want to yeah. do some computer yeah. computer stuff? Yeah, why don't we look into... Uh, let's see what we can find. Perfect. Again, I reiterate, if, if, you are, if you are removing equipment from the facility, please let me know so I may count it against my tally. You got it. Does that include food? No, the perishables or the excuse me, the non-perishables, the food is considered gratis. Oh, okay. Are there snacks in the conference room? I did there see a, a mini very, fridge. There is a very basic cabinet with again, uh, it's got like protein bars. It's got BDUs, you know, okay. well, let's go get snacks and play with the computer. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> not BTUs, that, that's not what's in that cabinet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ready to eat meals, so. MREs. Thank you. <laughs> I know all the slang and lingo. I just, I just figured that they were extra crunchy uniforms. I mean, so Apex and Shone are heading up to grab snacks. Zed, what are you doing slash thinking? Zed is just going to go outside 
and get some fresh air. Uh, this situation has put him very outside of where he feels he can be competent and confident. So... He was confidently negotiating with Red Cap like 12 hours ago. Yeah. And now we're in the middle of nowhere with nothing. So I'm going to take a little break and get some fresh air. Okay. So you're getting your fresh air. Uh, You do note on your glow you have some messages from the home office for Omni. Oh. Uh, Can I... Can I use my glow and check my messages oh, yeah. securely from where we are? Yeah, because you got basically the, the equivalent of a, a corporate VPN. Oh, cool. On your system. Well, then, yeah, let's uh, scroll some messages. So uh, your VP is asking for a status report. And then the second email uh, is from your intelligence division. And it's showing an underground... Uh, basically notice saying that you four have a bounty on your heads and Intel would like a debrief as to why (laughs) did these emails come to me only or the group Uh, in this particular case uh, the those two came the one to your V from your VP came to all of you all three of you who actually work for Omni Uh, the one about Intel debrief is only to you Cool. Uh, so, so for for the VP, I will type a response, very vague and non-committal, full of corporate jargon, basically saying we are, uh, we we've definitely secured some additional resources in the city. Uh, it seems that we have some insight into. I don't want to say exactly what we're doing, but <laughs> we we definitely have uh, made a lot of inroads into securing our position in the city. Uh, and I will. We're developing uh, new synergies with all kinds of potential partners. And I will, I will, I will do the thing in the email because I'll do reply all, and I'll do the thing in the email where you like tag one of the other recipients. Uh huh. And I'll say, uh, Chowen was able to secure a, a key part of this detail, so I will leave that part of the debrief up to them. Uh, as to the other email. So this is basically them saying, hey, this popped up on on the boards that y'all are in trouble. Yeah. Not even in trouble, just there's a bounty. That's the kind of trouble. <laughs> uh, can, is there information about who placed the bounty? Or can there's I ask no, that first? Uh, uh, there's no information on who placed the bounty. That's confidential. The bounty is for 75,000 souls each, alive only. Hmm. Good news. <laughs> so so the, <laughs> the, the response I will send is, 
I, I feel like I should be included in the circle of confidentiality since it directly applies to me. Send. <laughs> okay. And then I'll keep going on my walk. Joan <laughs> and Apex, you gather your snacks, you head back to the conference room. What are you doing? So, I think you already have a program for this. But I'm thinking, let's do a search for anything where Azot Dalton coincides with mention of what was the original name we had? Jean or something? It was uh, Sean. Sean? Yeah, I think it was Sean. Okay. And see if there's any like connection between those names. We're going to have to be really careful. They're going to be flagging search terms all over the place. So searching for red cat, for instance, is going to immediately. Well, that's trigger. what I was thinking, like the, the real names instead of the red cat. <laughs> the only thing I'm worried about is if they they have like his organization may have that and his boss may have that tag. So we're going to I think the first thing we need to do is make sure that where we are is indeed as secure as Maxi thinks it is. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's like a good first step. <laughs> And then we can route through external proxies to try and bounce our signal around a bit, try and anonymize some of the packets. Sure. Do you want to take a look at the internal infrastructure and I'll see what we've got going out about? Yeah. Okay. Just kind of, we want to identify, you know, is this place as secure as Maxi thinks it is? Is this we're, we're, not, we're not trying to break in, just so you know. Right, just networks. Breaking. That works. That works. Um, that's a 21. Hey, there is a single... This entire compound, everything that you've seen, except for one spot, is entirely hardline. There's no Wi-Fi, right? Makes it harder to detect from distance. There is a single outbound inbound signal that goes to the greater grid. It is literally a line of sight to what appears to be a communication satellite in geostationary orbit above this compound. Wow. Fancy. So you would have to be sitting here or really looking to see it. It does limit its bandwidth capability. It does limit the speed and some of its features, but it's extremely difficult to detect and nigh untraceable as long as you don't do anything goofball. <laughs> All right. I would never do anything goofball. <laughs> No. Uh, then I'm gonna I'm gonna reach out to my uh, my black server out at uh, and reach out to Mothership in Cheyenne Nation and see if I have any sort of replies from IOG yet. You do. Um, okay. They ask. They're basically it's it's basic questions. Is Redcap still alive? Are you somewhere where you can make a rendezvous where we can pick him up from you? The. I just I, I mirror this to uh, Apex's glow and I just yeah and yeah do um does Maxi want them coming here or do we need to well, keep this location secret? we've got the vehicles so we can always meet them okay yeah so like yes and let's name a drop point right. send back a message say yeah he's safe he's unconscious drugged <laughs> and don't tell him how bad. Mm -hmm. And we have the capability to meet 
with a couple hours notice. You send that message. All right. And then because I've been ignoring it for a while, I'll take a peek at my work email. You see the email that your VP sends, and then you see the reply all where Zed tagged you. Classic Zed. Uh, we also seem to have a bounty on ourselves. No, oh, he that? didn't send you that one. Oh, he, he didn't. Sent you the one from your, v- from your VP. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought that was. Sorry. Nope. That one went to him only because okay. of his his position within the company. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, just I'll send back an email basically saying that uh, we have we have made some attempts at parlay with some corporations, but the one contact that we had with Upgrade Yourself Industries turned to be very negative, so we recommend that all future communications with them be treated as hostile. Yeah. And <laughs> the person who I am attempting to create a synergy with, or excuse me, the corporation I am attempting to create, actually, I'm going to put it this way, the corporation <laughs> I'm attempting to create a synergy with wishes to remain anonymous until we are ready to advance to formal negotiations. At that point, you will be tied in. It's a need to know. (laughs) Okay. You send off that email. I'm hoping that the term corporation gives them a hint. Okay. Uh, What else are you doing? Anyone else? I think it's time to search for... uh, for our buddy Redcap's uh, chip name to see what okay. we find. You want to take the first swing at it? Sure. You, you're technically better at searches and software than I am. Um. Sorry, Chone would say it. You're better at searching than I am. <laughs> uh, let's see. Math time. 32. Okay. Um. You cannot tell if this chip is real or not. Normally, you're able to spot it. You have a fake chip, Apex. You can't tell if this one's real or not. If it's not, it's really well done. But this thing has all of the hallmarks of a ghost chip without the normal, like, signature that says it's fake. Right? Like, whoever created this, basically, this hollow identity... And by that, I mean H-O-L-L-O-W in the system. Like they either were were directly connected to Identico's servers. Shock. Or they were very, very good. So uh, again, you it looks legit. But again, it's it's it has um, traits to it that make it weird, right? All of its financial information go to dead drops. It does have all the basic medical information in case the person's hurt. So there's like, you know, medical allergies, basic stuff like that. Um, There's a birth certificate. Is there, do I find anything in connection with that, with Azot and Sean, the other name that we'd heard for Red Cap? The only thing you had was the first name, right? 
you you do not. So could be a nickname, could be a pseudonym. This Azat thingy could be fake. I mean, Red Cap, again, appears, you know, tough to say. Hmm. The problem with us is if they're tied to, you know, if Red Cap's working for somebody like Quintero, I mean, hello, Identico. It, the, okay, let's get a fake. Let's get a, a fake chip for you. Oh, this is really easy. I'll just go to the commissary and buy one. Yeah, I don't think the chip's gonna tell us anything truthful necessarily. That's the only thing I'm worried about. Is yeah, we're gonna hand this this dude over to IOG. Look, we need to figure out a way to make sure they're actually red cap. Yeah, how how do we do that? If we don't really we know to... the true name of Red Cat. Wait a minute. What we might need is somebody who knows Red Oh. Maybe somebody who hates Red Cat. Oh, what was his name? Swan. Swan. Have I wonder if they've met? I don't know. We could get Zed to maybe give him a call and find that out. I like that. You go talk to Zed. I'll get a, a picture of uh, our boy so we can have him compared. Sounds good. Uh, might want to make sure he's like doing okay. Yeah, I'll check his pulse and all that kind of stuff. Maybe leave a cup of water or something in there. <laughs> well, he's got a sink. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Or are you going in his cell now? In just a minute, yeah. Is there? Well, I'm gonna stop. Is there like a like a video display of his cell? Yeah. Okay. I will check it to see if he's even awake. He looks to still be unconscious. Oh, actually, Apex, Hmm. shut the door behind me and make sure he doesn't get out. Shut you in the cell. Well, okay. If he wakes up and grabs me, shut the door. And then scream for Maxie. Maxie's standing in the room behind you. He's just being quiet. <laughs> How are you so sneaky? <laughs> Maybe Maxie should go in there. I simply followed you in. <laughs> Were you there the whole time? Of course. not equipped for this mission. <laughs> Maxi clearly is. Um, Maxi, can, did you get a I picture of him? I can walk the door for you. Or, or I can get the picture, whichever you would prefer. Maybe get a picture and maybe yeah, check your pulse. That might work. That'd be great. Awesome. Well, if you'll notice, the room actually has biometric monitoring. Oh. If you... There's a, small, there's a small readout on the camera feed. If you zoom in on that, you should be able to see He's not dead. Um, his his body temp is slightly depressed right now. He's down to about ninety seven point nine. Um, his heart rate's pretty slow. What's this BP and respirations? Uh, if I'm asking too mu- too many technical questions, no, biology, uh, let me know. <laughs> um, his 
pulse rate's probably down. Actually, half that. Do do do. Now this um, is a prepared GM, ladies and gentlemen. He knows the guy's his, pulse rate. His <laughs> pulse rate's probably down around forty. Okay, he is still severely drugged. <laughs> yeah. Like seek medical attention kind of numbers or let him sleep it off kind of numbers. Um, do any of you have biology or chemistry? Um, nope. Who, who, no. who like drugged him in the first place? Zed. Zed. Oh. Zed. <laughs> Yep, I drive. Like turning point. <laughs> I've only played like the first three Sim Surgeons, so I know a little bit about this kind of stuff. But I don't I have, know what Zed gave him. I have biology under science. I don't have chemistry though. Where are you? Are you still on your walk, Zed? Oh uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> can we? We can text like securely, right? Yeah. Okay, I'll text Zed and be like, hey, we need your help down here. If we are worried about his medical condition, equipment room A has a number of emergency and, well, emergency medical devices in it. Do we we know how to use them? It's like an automated thing. You can just like... Stick him on the table and it does it because we don't know. <laughs> no, most of it is trauma related. Oh, okay. Removing bullets and the like. Ah, makes sense. Makes sense. Okay. Okay. Does Zed come to join us? Yeah, I'll make my way back. <laughs> Zed, you uh, walk down to the lower area. They're in the conference room. You enter. It appears that they're looking at some readouts. Um, it looks like his heart rate has again gone back up to about 40 beats per minute. Um, systolic blood pressure is very, very low. That seems bad. Yeah, <laughs> Zed, you 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 know more about this than we do. Uh, so first of all, can you look at this and like see does he need medical attention? And then uh, we were also wondering if you could uh, contact your your friend Swan and see if he's ever seen Redcap. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. So, can so I make like a, a biology check or a medical check to see if yep. he's okay? <laughs> yeah, you can. Go ahead. Sure, he'll live. For- do you have medical? No, I do not have medical. I'm science. <laughs> okay. So, what do you have? Biology. Yep. Okay. Give me a roll. Eighteen. Um, his heart rate's actually up probably about two beats per minute from where it was, probably at its lowest point. Right, if the amount you gave him was right, um, his heart rate probably went as low as about 22 plus or minus 10 beats per minute. 
when you first, like, when the drug, like, fully hit him. He's fine. He'll be okay. <laughs> What's the worst that could happen? But he's unconscious now, right? I don't see him moving. Do you see him moving? Oh my god. He could be, like, laying in wait. <laughs> he Did could you untie him at all, Maxi, or does he still have his restraints on? Oh, he's still restrained. I just put him oh. on the cot. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So it doesn't appear, he does not to appear to Maxi's eyes to have moved at all since you put him in the room. Okay. So let's get a picture. Uh, Zed, why don't you contact Swan and see if they've ever seen Redcap? And if so, then we'll send the picture. Be like, is this him? You gave I him will. ketamine. You gave him ketamine, right? Uh, I told him. I told you I wanted to give him drugs, and I paid identical points. And you said okay. So I don't know what I gave. <laughs> yeah, him. I don't remember it being we, us being. I think it was maybe like just a party drug that you happened to have yeah, on you. Yeah, well, it's K hole. It's ketamine. So, uh, by the way, for the chat, if you'd like to know where those numbers came from, that's the evaluation of cardiovascular stimulation after induction of anesthesia with ketamine. Nice credit. Wow. So, Science. So fancy. Way to name your resources. Okay, that's yeah. from the NIH. So if you all want to go look that up, it's it's on the NIH website. That's where you find ketamine, heart rate, and systolic blood pressure numbers. In case it ever comes up in your day-to-day lives. Right. I would say <laughs> in case it ever know. comes up in your game. You never know. Okay. All right. So what are you doing now? Are you texting swan calling swan so if i remember correctly i had gotten a hold of swan yep. we gave him the video from the barge yep yep mm. in in payment for helping us with something or helping you find set up the meeting with Redcap. Or setting up the meeting with Redcap. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he told you to tell Redcap that he was a bitch. Which I did. Yes. Hundred <laughs> percent. So logic would dictate that since Swan set up the meeting, this is legit. That being oh, said, unless- I will still <sighs> The meeting may be legit, okay. but would Redcap maybe set not send a stalking horse? Well, when I said Swan says you're a bitch, he did say something in response to that as if it was actually truthful and funny to him. And if Swan is in on this whole scam, asking him (laughs) if this is a scam might not help. Your recollection, your your gut did not tell you Zed did not tell Zed that that the person reporting to be Red Cap was lying. You did not right. sense you sensed evasiveness, you sensed vagary, but you did not sense that they were like bullshitting you at all. He he was definitely being deceptive, but he wasn't necessarily lying. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, so that. I mean this is <laughs> we're kind of staking our very new reputation with the IOG that this is Red Cap. Are we confident enough? Because then the next message we get from the IOG is a place to meet. I mean, frankly, that's kind of their their job at this point, right? 
I just would like to, if, you know, we promised them Redcap, no way to get a hold of Redcap, if we give them, you know, Bob Smith from, you know, Red Caps R Us. I, I just, you know, <laughs> I don't want to send a celebrity lookalike and make ourselves look bad. By That's by fair. every definition of the term, we did exactly what we agreed to do. If, <laughs> if they are not happy with the results or the results happen to be off kilter from what their expectations are they should have made more clear expectations they should have provided more resources they should have provided more guidance we have done everything to the extent of our role and responsibility if they are unhappy we may simply find another buyer for redcap also true Okay, so we're at setting up a meeting then and hoping for the best. Is we still need a, a picture identification picture, correct? The, the one problem I have with that concept is if they're not happy because it's not red cap, we don't have a red cap to sell. Yeah. Agreed. At this point, though, that is a risk that we have no choice but to take. Okay, yeah, I'm just throw- that, give me a, give me an intelligence check. And I'm just throwing it out there to see if anybody else has any ideas before we, you know, jump into the pool. 21. The IOG, you're not really selling anything. They're a government agency. They are a world government agency. So it's not really a sell. You know what I mean? You said you were going to try and flush Redcap out for them. They said, this is a great idea. And they left you to your own devices as to how to do that. Now, this wasn't your original plan, which was, you know, burning down buildings or flushing them <laughs> out and getting Robert in with him. But. Yeah. A little faster. You know. Yeah. And end of the day, we bargained their help in all of our problems for Redcap. And. We probably have red cap. So let's. Well, I guess uh, first you don't succeed, try, try again. <laughs> if it's not red cap, yeah. we. What? He's throw somebody. him back and. <laughs> <laughs> try for another one. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I say at this point we just talk to the IOG and figure out a place to I, for them to pick him up. Do I send a message? So when they get back do to me. We, they, they, uh, you do get a message back from them to the dead drop. They're obviously monitoring, um, and that's basically, where do you want to meet? We'll send a, we'll send a team. Do we want to talk to Redcap before we hand him off? He's not going to tell us shit. What's the point? He feels incredibly secure with his position and his patron. Patron. Not Patreon, that's a different thing. Zed? Do you have counterintelligence? If he doesn't, I do. No, we have established over the entire course of this game that Zed is not built to do anything you need him to do. You had biology. Just, you did. That did definitely aid Zed, with capturing Redcap. Zed, oh. Zed had a very specific. Oh, we lost the Steph. Nope. No, so Steph Zed had, had a very specific concept when he was died. built. 
on okay. the in the feed. Yep. And uh, and that is not paid off. Okay. In, so in adventures. Here's here's what I'll say. If Zed is is kind of having an existential crisis, a guy like Redcap, and this is kind of what you're thinking, Zed, a guy like Redcap, who's been protected his whole life or for a long time by one of the most powerful organizations on the planet, who's now been captured, he's probably spiraling worse than you guys, than you are. Like you're you're spiraling, you gotta be like, God, if I was in his position. Hmm. So we could, I mean, it's always worth trying to ask some questions based Mm -hmm. on how he treated us before in the bar. I really don't think he's going to willingly communicate with us or play any kind of chips to buy us out or help us out. I mean, there's a good chance he would kind of think that maybe he doesn't have the support he thought he did but we're also kind of nobodies so I don't know we we, we do have him in a unique position unique to him I believe and we must be doing something right we captured him and got away with it I may suggest this what if Zed you become what they call in uh, the cinema good cop bring him we'll we'll rouse him you may bring him some food undo his bindings treat him humanely perhaps buy some goodwill treat his wound We have some time until we may need to vacate or turn him over to the IOG. That I did tell him I did tell him I'd be checking messages about every eight hours. So so we do have some time to attempt to sway him to provide us information. We can always use method B if necessary, although I'd prefer not to. I guess it's worth a shot. I'm not. I'm not opposed to it. I just. Eh, I don't know. I don't, I don't have a lot of faith in anything right now. Your particular set of talents may be our best bet for this. I unfortunately am not very skilled at this part of the circumstance we find ourselves in. Yeah, you did enough damage already, didn't you? That's one way to refer to it. Hey, Zed, if anyone's going to get information out of him or get us something actionable, it's going to be you. Okay, I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot, but... Um, Chone, you get a message from the IOG because you're going to get dings when your dead drop hits. And it says, uh, have odd request. Want to send someone to verify Redcap's identity? Will come alone? And anonymize, you may anonymize your location to keep you from getting burned. Maxie? Yes. I know you. 
And I'm pretty sure you can you can make this happen. IOG wants to send a person to verify his identity. He's okay with like meeting him somewhere, bringing him here, the whole Black Hood thing. Are you okay with that, or...? Yes. Okay. Do you have a spot near here we, where we should have... We should tell them to meet. There is a small farmhouse to the west of the facility. West of the facility is the ocean. Oh, sorry. Uh, east of the facility. All right, I'll bring it up on the table and kind of like zoom out until I can find it yep. and get the GPS coordinates. Okay, you get some. And I'll send them back a. I'm gonna send a. I'm gonna send a message to be timed to go out in two hours, and tell okay. them to meet us two hours after that. Okay. I will arrange for the occupants of the farmhouse to vacate for a number of hours. Okay. And we can use the farmhouse. They will need to be escorted to the farmhouse from a neutral drop, a neutral meeting point. I thought we were going to. That was the meeting point. No, no. He, we want to. We want to use the farmhouse as the neutral meeting point. So we'll take Red Cap there. We will take Red Cap there, <sighs> and we'll also meet this person at a neutral location. Again, as you mentioned. Hood yeah. them, scan them, and hood them, then bring them to the farmhouse and take them back to the neutral location when it is complete. I go and delete the message I just sent before it goes out. And uh, I look up at Apex as she comes back from the bathroom. Okay, we, we have a new plan. Oh, okay. Great. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> gotta so go. You gotta go. <laughs> IOG uh, wants to basically proof of identity. So we're going to set up a location where we're going to meet a person who's going to come. We're going to do the whole, you know, cinematic black hood thing, you know, blacked out SUV, whatever. Bring him to a location Max he knows about, which is over here. And I pull it up on the on the table for you. And then if it is Red Cap, then we'll proceed from there. I know who Red Cap is. I know of Red Cap. How are they going to? Prove he's him. Okay. <laughs> we don't know is the short answer. <laughs> we gotta have. I, I, at this point, it's either fish or cut bait. We either say yes to this, or it's like, nope, we don't actually. Sorry. Well, yeah, I mean, the whole point was to get him to them, so yeah. we need to do it, but. Okay, um, Maxie, pick your neutral spot, and then I'll send that to them. Meanwhile, give give me a moment, please. And he goes over to the table, um, and like kind of scrolls through a a neutral location that looks to be out in the middle of nowhere. Oh, there's you are out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Um, there is basically like legit. It's a clearing in a forest. Like you. Are you're about 85 miles north no, by northwest of Silicon City? You are west of some really thick foothills and dense forest. Um, there is a. It looks like an old abandoned campground, like where tourists would go camp. Um, about. Mm, about. 
nine miles east by southeast from your location. And it's literally, it's in the middle of the woods, like redwood style forest. <laughs> Straight up Endor. <laughs> which is where they filmed Endor, was in Northern California. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> the, um, so Maxie will kind of scroll over to that on the map and like double mark that. Pull the coordinates up. These are the right. coordinates for the neutral meeting. All right. Four hours from now, we got time to get there. Oh, yeah. Yes, certainly. We have time no. to prepare as well. Uh, excuse me while I vacate the farmhouse. And he goes over to another part of the table and pulls up a small. It looks like a little, a little, almost like a pager interface. Mm-hmm. And he sends like a, a small coded message and sends it and then pulls up a camera on uh, the external of the farmhouse. And within five minutes, you see two people getting into a car and leaving. A message said the early bird grand slam is half off at Denny's today. <laughs> and they sent back only with a coupon. Zed. <laughs> it's double what coupon are, <laughs> Zed, what are you doing now? You got a couple hours to kill. All right. Well, I will swing into one of those other supply rooms, grab some basic medical supplies. Okay. Go in. You know you're going to need a stimulant. (laughs) Grab, yeah, grab that stuff. Something to cut his bonds. Yep. Uh, Swing into the holding cell. Hey, you walk in. He is still unconscious and slightly cold to the touch, which is normal. His body temperature is starting to drop. So I will before I do anything to like rouse him, Mm -hmm. I will remove his restraints. Okay. I will do my best to kind of treat the massive wound on his arm. Yeah. And I'm I'm sure he's got some general abrasions yeah. from being roughed up. So uh I'll I'll, I'll clean him up. I'll, yeah, I'll I'll clean him up, I'll play nice okay. before I try to wake him up, and then okay. I will kind of haul him into a comfortable position and see if I can apply a stimulant. Not hard. You're like, you start slow dose just because you want to be sure. So you draw five cc's of a uh, medical grade amphetamine. Um, you see him kind of start to like, uh, and you drop about five more cc's, and he suddenly kind of snaps too and looks at you. We're watching on camera, by the way. Oh, yeah. It's It seems <laughs> for a second like he's like, like, you can see him processing. Like, he's trying to be like, what was the last thing I remember? Mm-hmm. What do I remember now? He's like, well, I'm not sure. And his throat's very raspy because you can tell it's like, there's been basically no saliva coating his throat. He's like, water. I already have one in my hand, a cup or a bottle of water for him. Um, he takes a few sips slowly, and then he swishes some around in his mouth and spits it back into the sink. And then he puts some more in and gargles it and then spits it into the sink and then takes a couple more sips. He goes, well, 
I don't know exactly how because I don't remember exactly how, but you got me. It was uh, <clears throat> a series of shocking events that brought us to this moment in time. Not all of them were planned ahead of time or completely intentional, but here we are. Yeah. Who do you work for? Uh, right now, it's getting kind of hard to tell. <laughs> <laughs> we've we've got quite a few people uh, that we're reporting to. Um, sure. Pretty sure if if uh, Redcap had to make an insight check, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Zed would be telling the truth. I think I am telling the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I seem to remember asking you very similar questions recently, and you were less than clear so being evasive is kind of my thing but you have to yeah. jump on me i yeah. i'm he goes i misevaluated the situation i really didn't think that y'all had the guts to just rush me which is what uh, i'm guessing happened i don't remember exactly how you got me here but i'm guessing you rushed me oh yeah so you were leaving the bar and then my my tall friend with all the guns yeah jumped you Ah, got real fucking lucky. <laughs> well, I wasn't expecting that. That was yeah. skill. That was totally skill. That was that was uh, unexpected, and it worked. Congratulations. Thanks. I guess. I mean, we we've been in a tough spot ever since we got to the city, and I think we're just in another one. No. Yeah. So, how you feeling? <laughs> like a horse kicked me in the face. That that was probably uh, the the surgery that happened in the back of the SUV. You cut open my face? <laughs> no, I think you cut open your arm. That's the ketamine. He looks down at his arm. He goes. Took my chip. Yeah. I also knocked you the fuck out with some <laughs> really good shit. But you're going to be feeling it for a while. I'm sorry. That's probably why my head feels like I got kicked by a horse. Yeah. <laughs> I, I travel in some good circles. Apparently. So we're in this tough spot here. You know, we wanted information. You weren't able to provide it. Sure. We took matters into our own hands. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, I think the only card we have left to play is to bring you to some other individuals who probably sure. have more questions and more capability of getting information from you, which may not necessarily be what we want to do, but I don't know what else we can really do unless we figure out some other kind of agreement can't think of anything. Yeah, this is tough. I mean, we got some time to kill. I'm willing to hang out a little bit, you know. I can get you some food. It's not the greatest. He takes another sip of water. He goes, not hungry yet. Feeling nauseous. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna get worse before it gets better, I'm sure. Uh, well, you know, you're on candy camera, so if you need anything, let me know. I'll be hanging around. Okay. Anything else you want to talk about? I'm 
sure something will come to mind. You're not going anywhere, right? He looks around at the cell that you've got him and he goes, kind of like pats his stuff. He's like, well, no. All right. Well, if you think of anything you want to say, I'll come. You can get a hold of me. If I think of anything I want to ask, I'll get a hold of you. Okay. Sure. Can I have another bottle of water before you leave? Of course. He takes it from you and yeah. sits on the cot, cross-legged, and kind of like leans back against the concrete wall. I'll leave for now. I'll walk back over to the conference room. Chun's eating some of Apex's popcorn. Yeah, we've been sharing popcorn while we watched. <laughs> that seemed to go well. I mean, he's not being a complete dick about it, but he's definitely not going to be quick to talk. I don't think he was quick to talk to start with. So no, he definitely prob- was not. Probably worse now. I have faith in your abilities. Gee, thanks. Your sarcasm is noted by I am speaking truthfully. (laughs) So I'll let him sit for, I don't know, like maybe half an hour or so. Okay. Is he doing anything other than just sitting there drinking water? Nope. He... He stands up a couple times, kind of walks around the room, like does a survey. Uh, give me an insight check. Oh, wait a minute. I, I have that. I'm good at that. <laughs> 16. I mean, it. you, you kind of almost identify with him as you're watching. You see him, he drinks the, the rest of the one bottle of water, starts the other one. He kind of stands up and does like a slow, ponderous circle around the room. And you know if you were in that position, said that you would be looking to see if there was any, like, very evident means of escape, right? Like, can I spot anything? And you kind of see him go through a cycle of, like, almost like a cycle of grief, where he's like, Huh? Uh, you know, like, and then he kind of like, kind of half-assedly kicks a wall, and then he sits back down and keeps drinking his water. Like, you know, it takes him like 20, 25 minutes to do it, but he's he's just kind of like, he's he's working through what's happening right now, and you almost see him like hit acceptance. Is this about the time that the bad cop goes in? <laughs> no, the bad cap will not be necessary until the bad cap becomes necessary. Yeah. That's frustratingly vague. Well said. But it's correct. Wait, you understood that? Well, no, I, I understood that now is not the time for bad cap, which I the, think is probably Exactly. <laughs> the bad cap will make an appearance when Zed determines the bad cap is necessary. Oh, Okay. So are we trying to get information out of him before we hand him off? Because I don't know if he's going to talk. That seems to be what we're doing. 
Okay. You still got another, another, uh, like two hour or another 90 minutes before you need to leave for the farmhouse. I mean, we could all give it a try. We could do like a good cop, neutral cop, mediocre cop, <laughs> and bad cop. I really don't want to know who has who's neutral and who's mediocre. I, I wasn't like I didn't have anyone particular in mind. Well, it's got to be you and me because they're good cop and bad cop. That scenario, I'm probably that mediocre. scenario Apex would show desperation to Red Cap, and he would know he had us, has us over a barrel. Oh, effectively. So if I go multiple in there people and... go in to question him, he'll understand that we are desperate for information from him mm. and quick results. It is best that we leave Zed as the lone point of contact until absolutely oh, necessary. We play it cool. So you said we've got about 90 minutes from now before we have to get in the car? Leave. Yep. Okay. I mean, we could always like do a walk by his cell and be like, yeah, we totally have him. We know everything about him now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I get it. This is just like it's just like a dating sim. We got to play it really cool. Oh, okay, we have to go work out, and then we have to yeah <laughs> come back 100%. with a gift. Okay, I yep. get it now. I know how that works. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna bounce back in. You bring some like soda crackers or something with you that time. Yeah, I mean we don't really have good food at this point, but, but there's soda crackers. There, yeah, there, there's food that is probably not going to make him throw up. Yeah. So you bring some, some soda crackers back with you. Maybe like some applesauce. Okay. Peanut butter toast. No, well, literally like, like so there's MREs and then there's a, a variety of shelf-stable foods. Yeah, shelf-stable bread. Yeah, some of those little like literally like applesauce. Yeah. And it's all, it's all like in packets, so it can be like packed into like rucksacks and take yeah, like, like that real thick brown yep. plastic that MRIs yep. are. Yep. So I'll grab a variety of things, grab a couple more bottles of water. Okay. So, uh, how you feeling? Figure I'd give you some time. Don't feel like shit, but less shit. Yeah, that's the best that, I can ask for right now. Is that food for me? Yeah. He kind of ins- inspects it briefly and he's like, fuck it, you're going to kill sealed, me. Man. And he- it's all still sealed. Pops open the peanut butter and squeezes it into his mouth. You want to warm that up a little bit first, like knead it. It's going to be all oily. Yeah. Um, so look, we got to head off in about 90 minutes. You're going to come with us. Cool. So we got some time. I, I feel, though, like once we hit the road, things are probably going to go downhill. I, I don't he know goes, how. He goes, from where? From, for him or from from, us? from here, believe it or not. <laughs> I think the people that we're going to meet probably are not too happy to have you in their containment. Shocking. Yeah. I mean, end of the day, we're just trying to figure out exactly who was after us, who was trying to kill us. You know, basic stuff. Well... What do you know? Well, we know that as soon as we showed up, you had some of your outsourced teams tailing us. Mm hmm. Is 
Zed's playing this really cool, but Caleb's also trying to remember all the details. Because Caleb's bad at this. <laughs> um, Things are fine. And, I have uh, faith in you, Caleb. You I have it. zero faith in myself. Uh, so I know you were, we know that you were tailing us. We know that you were a hundred percent aware of why we were in the city. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think things probably escalated differently than you had planned. A little bit. And, you know, I think it was just that old snowball effect. Yeah. Yeah. I he, he eats a couple of crackers and takes another swig of water. What do you want to know? I mean, I, I think uh, I think at the very at, at the very basic level, it's why we were tailing, why you were tailing us, who wanted to know information about us. My boss wanted to know information about you because you're a variable. See, I know that's the right answer, but it also doesn't tell us anything. He goes, I don't know much more than that. He goes, here's the deal. He goes, there's a thing happening right now. Right? And I work for these people. And they tell me that for what they're trying to accomplish, you are a variable and they don't know why. Okay, so find out why you're a variable. That was my job. You, sadly, sussed out the surveillance teams pretty fucking fast. And that's what you get for hiring freelancers sometimes. Sometimes it goes sideways. But as it turns out, you're not complete morons. So you manage to start tracing things, which is great. Good for you. I mean, thank you. We we like being good at our jobs. You got to jump on me. We did. He goes, it reminds me of an old apocryphal story. Yeah, which one? It, it was this Soviet general back in the 20th century. And he used to say that you couldn't fight the Americans based on American doctrine because they don't follow their own doctrine. The minute the bullets start flying, all doctrine goes out the window and they just do stuff. You guys showed up, the bullets started flying, and you just started doing stuff. <laughs> but it worked. And just like the old American things, it fucking works. Yeah, he takes another sip of water. Yeah, yeah, definitely uh, an odd course of actions that brought us here. It's only stupid if it doesn't work. If it's stupid and it works, it's not stupid. For the GM? Yeah. We are meeting someone to verify Redcap's identity. We're, we're doing this meeting to verify identity. This meeting is not the handoff, correct? 
You're not clear on that. Chone's messages weren't clear on that. Oh. Understood. Thank you. Dead? He goes, ask your questions. I'll answer them if I can. Okay. They only give me the information I need to know because if I don't know it, I can't spill it if I get captured. And the minute I walk out of this fucking room, they're going to kill me. Do you understand that? Oh, that's... That's very likely. I mean, I guess it would depend a little bit on if the people we're going to go visit are just going to off you themselves or I'm not worried about the people you're working for. I'm worried about the people I was working for. So why don't we talk? Do you know either a whole lot or nothing at all? They destroyed, (laughs) they destroyed half of the United States to make a point. Why do you work for them, man? Does the ends justify the means? <clears throat> I I remember an, a really old saying that there are no ends; there are only means. So I there's don't... always an end. Mm. Look, whether you're doing it for cash, whether you're doing it for glory, whether you're doing it because you're bored, there's an end. Okay. These people nuked everything to make a point and to push things the way they wanted. So you don't think they wouldn't fucking put a bullet in my brain if they thought that I gave you anything that was going to hurt them? Oh, I'm sure they would just drop you from orbit if they thought you gave anything up. That and was the war. presumption is going to be that I did. So... What do you want to know? Well, maybe we figure out a way for you to walk out of this. There's no way for me to walk out of this. There's, there's, there's always a way, right? There's always an end. You're, you're ever the optimist. Look, if that happens to present itself, great. But I'm not counting on it. Well, if you can be valuable enough, maybe we can figure out a way. What do you want to know? Zed gets a quick text on his uh, on his glow. Who's his boss is the question. So we've been talking a lot of circles of of who you work for. Mm -hmm. I am pretty sure you work for the sages. One in particular. Every sage has their proxy. It's their chief lieutenant, their right hand. So I'm going to throw a dart against the wall. Quintero. Dart. Uh, do I feel like he's being truthful? Give me a insight check. 
18. You don't think he's lying. He's he's currently munching on an oyster cracker <laughs> and sipping water so that he doesn't yak all over the, the cell. I like to think he's eating the oyster cracker like between his fingers like this. He's just going like <laughs> just <laughs> nibbling on the oyster cracker. <laughs> nibbling. Not like not tossing. It's just literally just like a little bite of the oyster cracker. Yeah. I think each oyster cracker is what? Two bites? You know? Yeah. Oh, if Ch- Chun yeah. sends you a Chun sends you a follow up message that says, "If you get a chance, ask him who Swan works for." Oh. Can while that's happening, can I send a message to Alondra? Mm-hmm. Um. And first of all, I'll make sure it's secure since it's a new. You had already told her you think you captured Redcap because you asked for a safe house. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so I want to tell her um, Redcap in hand. She says, I know. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, you, you could have lost him. You never know. Um, and then I want to tell her do you want us to give him to the IOG? Or he says, continue with current course. Okay. So your, I guess, friend isn't the right word, but Swan. Mm-hmm. Swans who brought us together. Sure. I know Swan is a fixer. Mm-hmm. Is that the extent of Swan, or is Swan part of this bigger picture too? Swan works for Swan. That's kind of what I was thinking. He's a fucking ideologue. Oh, next time you talk to him, tell him, uh, I know he thinks I'm a bitch, but, you know, <laughs> I wasn't the one that lost that dude in Hong Kong. Just just say that to him. I make a note. Make a note. <laughs> so... Knowing who your boss is, hmm? how much do you know about her network and connections within the IOG? That's a good question. I it's know not- that she's tied in because Identica's tied into the IOG and the identity program and everything else. As to details, not in my scope. Hmm. I'm just trying to think of ways that we can make you more valuable to our partners. Look, in the the conference room, uh, Maxi just looks at the other two. Does anyone want anything from the cabinet? Is there more popcorn? He goes, look. Any sugary sacks? (laughs) Put some milk in the popcorn. (laughs) Tactical (laughs) details, strategic details, but luck. Right? Jackson's guys fucked up. They grabbed Rob Barnes when they weren't supposed to. Right? Jackson Barnes have a tete-a-tete. Right? 
Barnes gives Jackson some sort of information. Jackson passes that on to the sages. It spooks everybody, right? Allison starts dispatching people, as do all of them, to figure out what they're going to do next. Allison, through her connections in the IOG, figures out she confirms at least part of what Jackson said Barnes said, right? And that's what's got everybody running right now. And somehow you're a variable. Again, I'm not clear on why, but you are. I might have an idea why we're a variable. At least part of an idea. Okay. I don't know how it's helpful, but I don't know how the pieces fit together, but I have a slight idea of the picture that's on the box. That's good. Man. I think we're all just uh, between a rock and a hard place at the end of the day. Yep. Yeah. Well, take it for what it's worth, believe me or not, but I don't really want this to go south for you. I mean, we we were trying to buy our way out of a bad situation, and you happened to be the check we cashed. Mm-hmm. I'm not blaming you. Yeah. Got to do what you got to do, right? Right. Mm. You think I would have hesitated if I got orders to ice the four of you? Oh, God, no. You had the drop on us from the second we got here. Right. I wouldn't have hesitated, but that wasn't the order. The order was surveil, figure out what the hell's going on, send information back to the home office. Yeah. He well, goes, He goes. that's what's going to be valuable for about another... 24 hours. Yeah. If you're working for now, who I think you're working for, tell them I can tell them where the home office is for at least the next day or so. Could be a step in the right direction, but I guess it depends on how fast they move, right? They're going to have to move quickly because if they think I've been compromised, the home office will be eliminated in the next 24 hours. And they'll move it. Just so you know. Back in the room, Chone is quickly setting a search spider to the news or anything, uh, any big corporate shakeups, any explosions in corporate buildings, anything like that. There has been significant protest activity outside of Benevolence Towers, new tower in uh, Angel City. Mm-hmm. Um Give me a software check to check dark web activity. Hang on. Dropped at my dice. That's an Easter egg for the other show. I got that part. Thanks. Just making sure you knew. <laughs> That's a natural one. Oh, no. The Easter like, egg was bad. <laughs> I would like to use control alt delete on this if I could. Go ahead. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, that's a lot better. Um, 28. Okay, uh, there is chatter in various, like, dark, dark places that some, that there's basically a call out to come on this particular night that's happening in about four days to come fuck with the Ace, the Angel City PD and Benevolent Security, and there's a series of locations where they're, they're literally trying to clash with them. Oof, okay. In about four days. All right. 
I keep that search running. I'm, I'm looking for like evidence of, uh, you know, somebody trying to burn their tracks to the ground. You know, like if the home office decides to, you know, something eats oh, a, a strike from orbit, that kind of thing. <laughs> nope, nothing like that. I didn't think so, but I, I have that bot run in case it comes up. Okay. We'll and it's running, it's running on my We'll need to Go prepare ahead. to leave in five minutes. And I'll quickly send uh, Zed a five minute warning. I'm going to shoot one more text to Alondra that mm-hmm. says, I don't think Red Cap knows about you know who. Red Cap knows a lot. Mm-hmm. Didn't sound like he knew it. So when- out of game stuff, what are you trying to communicate to Alondra? Um, the, he doesn't know, oh gosh, I don't know if the rest of them know, <laughs> that he doesn't know about Jay. He does. He knows of him. He doesn't know, you're guessing that he doesn't know that Jay's getting ready to defect. Okay. You would guess that. That's, so that's kind of what I'm trying to convey, that I don't yeah. think he knows what I know about. Probably not. Probably <laughs> yeah. not. Then Anna Laundry replies with that, probably not. So... Zed, are you going to restrain him? (laughs) So, uh, all right. Here's the thing. We're probably going to have to hit the road pretty soon. Cool. Um, I would like to not have this be a problem on the road, but I also feel like it would be stupid if we didn't keep you contained. Sure. So, um, our, our good friend who you may remember from the bar is going to come make sure you play it cool. Great. Can I take a piss first? You you take care of you, buddy. You mind? (laughs) I'll, I'll leave. Thanks. He's had a lot of water. Yeah. (laughs) So over in the conference room. Uh, yeah, I'm, it, it really seems like a lot of this hinges on you, Apex. Wow, I did not get that from the conversation you just had, but okay. I will prepare <laughs> him for transport. So what, what he was saying towards the end with Barnes. Mm. Yeah. A, a huge part of you and your involvement and uh, some of the, the 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 pieces of information you've been able to share that greased a lot of wheels and opened a lot of doors mm-hmm. about Barnes. Yeah. If if that's... if we are a variable in whatever the sages are doing, that's it's that because might... of the information that Apex brought to us. Yes. That's what I was missing. Or that I'm tipping the scale in that variable to let's check them out because they <laughs> have too much information. Or it's or another layer of that is the connection between you and who you're working for. Because I feel like all of your other connections are where your information is actually coming from. And you are being their mouthpiece. 
So maybe the variable is trying to get back to your bosses. That could be one of their goals. They, my bosses might know um, more information that could put them at risk. So I don't um, know if any of that helps us specifically. Well, I'm just saying I think that's where we are right now. Yeah. Um, are, are we just handing off red cap? I'm not sure if that's actually what's going to happen. They're going to verify that he is Redcap. And then I would assume from there, it may become a handoff. But we don't know if there's going to be trouble or not. So let's expect that. There's probably going to be trouble. Look, so, while Max is taking care of that, I'm going to hit the little hacker's room. Joan gets up and leaves the room. Maxie, you get over to the cell. Maxi steps into equipment room A momentarily and grabs mm-hmm. a grabs a black hood mm-hmm. set of earplugs mm-hmm. and uh, a small bottle of sedative. Okay. And then uh, goes to enter Red Cap cell. He goes, "What's up, big guy?" I'm glad to see you are well. Apologies for the emergency surgery. That was my that was on me. Hopefully you are feeling slightly better. We are preparing you for transport. Water under the bridge. I will need to give you a sedative for the transport. You can't just, you know, handcuff me and put the hood over my head. I can either give you a sedative or I can knock you unconscious. I prefer the lighter touch. He goes, you sure this isn't going to interact with what you gave me before? This is a mild sedative. You should not be out for too horribly long. No, but I'm worried about the shit that's already in my system. (laughs) Unfortunately, I do not have a physician or staff with me, so I'm willing to take the chance that (laughs) you'll be fine. Oh, no. After all, we uh, do have... Did you get a second opinion? <laughs> Maybe. Look, I don't do, know. Y'all have injected me with all kinds of do, weird crap. You doubt that we have an interest in keeping you alive. Yeah, I'm just not sure you're competent to give me yet another drug and not kill me accidentally. Again, it is a small dose and it is a mild sedative. Let me see. What is it? <laughs> I hold up oh, the bottle. It's again. It's a. It's a small vial. He goes. You've given me probably ketamine and an amphetamine, and now you want to give me a soporific. Again, I can go with option B if you'd prefer. Yeah, that's probably actually a better idea. <laughs> All right. If you would uh, please place your hands behind you. Sure. And he'll and Maxie will slip on a set of, hand, a set of handcuffs. Okay. And then Maxie will put him in a sleeper hold. Okay. He falls <laughs> unconscious. Oh gosh. 
about this point, Chone walks back into the room. Why is he hugging him? It's um, knocking him out. Uh, Maxi will then, as it, once he's unconscious, he will put the earplugs in, he will put the hood over his head, cinch it, and then basically heft him up over his shoulder. I'm assuming cinch just enough to make it stay, not cut off yeah, the not, air not, Yeah, brain. no, exactly. It's not going to come <laughs> off of his head. Oh, no. okay. <laughs> We're professionals. <laughs> not this. Professional what? No. I subdue. I subdue well. That's true. <laughs> Too well. So you all head upstairs, and so there are two vehicles in the garage. There's one is one, one small thing I wanted to add, Alex. Okay, go ahead. Um, Maxie's going to lead them to the vehicles, and then Maxie's going to take uh, Maxie's going to open up another panel he did not show them. Okay, and he's going to take Redcap to the. To the uh, farmhouse via an underground tunnel. Okay. Okay. So, how are you having them go there, or is Maxi going by himself? Maxi's going to be staying with Redcap in the house. Okay. Where's the rest the, of the team going? The techs are going to be responsible for picking up the. Ah, I see. So you, and, the, and the other three are going to go. Individual and, okay. and bringing him, bringing them back here. Maxi will be watching Redcap the entire time. Okay. So the oh, three of so you, I see what you yeah, I got it now. Yeah. Okay. Instead okay. of us to them. Okay. So the three of you get into a car and start yep. heading up to that spot. It Try takes about. Just to just to have this noted, uh, Maxi did provide Zed with a, a similar set of earplugs, a similar vial of sedative, and a similar hood for transport of their person. Okay. Okay. So you drive up there. It takes you about twenty minutes. You enter the clearing, and you see someone already standing there. She looks to be about 5'3", uh, of Asian descent. She's wearing a plain black, it looks like a like a jumpsuit, right? Um, and you can see she's, um, next to her is a bag that appears to have a parachute in it. And she's wearing- I was wearing just going to ask if there was a vehicle, but there's black, clearly not. <laughs> black combat boots, a jumpsuit. Um, she's got a bob haircut. Very practical. And any visible weapons? Nope. Okay. Can you check for tech as you approach things she, before we get there, please? <laughs> she yeah. holds her arms out Protect to be searched. Chone will walk over. It's like Sorry about this. What are you doing? Was I was apologizing for the search. Oh, okay. Go ahead. So give me a search. Actually, this is going to be just mostly perception. I have that. And can I do like a something to check for like bugs? Yeah. Or is that you're, what you're doing? Use your glow. Like you no, I'm, I'm I'm doing, yeah, I'm doing a physical search, which was a 17. Okay. okay. And then Apex, give me a networks check to see if she's got any bugs on her that would transmit anywhere. Uh, 27. Nope. She's clean. Okay. Seems good. Okay. We're going to take you to a location where you can verify the individual. Sure. Um, 
we've got a we got want, a hood for you. You want to you want to scan her chip first? Get just some general sense of ID for this thing. Do do we know who we were expecting? Nope. Nope. Okay. Still, you, okay. still say if they're who they are. Yeah. Hi. What's your name before we take you? We are the worst. <laughs> the worst. I am a hacker. <laughs> this is not my job. It's scanner chip. <laughs> he goes, I'm not even supposed to be here today. <laughs> <laughs> She holds out her arm. Okay, I will do the scanning. Uh, the name on the chip is Nara Ishikawa. Nara. Cool. So do you know the person that we're taking you to? Yeah, we're acquainted. Oh, so like, how how are you acquainted? She goes, you're Apex, right? Yep. She goes, ask Alondra. Can we go? I hand her the hood. <laughs> she puts the hood on. <laughs> I sit in the car. I walk her over to the car and then I get in and start driving. Can I do, while this is going on, a quick insight along the lines of is this person like intending violence against Red Cap? Give me an insight check. Ooh. That was actually a good roll tonight. <laughs> good time. One D five. Nice. Twenty-five. Uh the sense that you get is this is like she's picking up the cousin from the police station that she doesn't really like, but she's doing her uncle a favor. Gotcha. <laughs> that's that's the sense you're getting. Like, like, I know this person. They're my cousin, and and I don't like them. But my uncle, he asked me to do this, so I'm going to do it, and I'm going to be irritated about this errand that I've been sent on. That's the, the impression this, you're getting. The sudden worry in my brain was that she had some sort of really bad experience with him, and she had leveraged this into just ganking him when she showed up. Worst oh. first date ever. <laughs> All right, yeah, let's let's go for a drive. Yeah. On our way back, I I'm I send uh, I send Maxie just a OMW, and that's <laughs> it. Maxie, you are in the farmhouse. Do you like prop Red Cap up on like a chair? You gave him only a little bit of sedative, so he's kind of like, uh, or sorry, you you knocked him out with the sleeper. <laughs> but choking, sorry. and <laughs> now he's starting to come too. Yeah, um, as I noticed that he's starting to come too. Uh, Maxie will uh, leave the hood on, but out of his pocket, he pulls a small capsule, snaps it, and then like holds it under Redcap's nose. Okay. Clearly, some smelling salts. Yeah. He's like, bah, really? Really? Did you take the earplugs out? He can't hear Maxie, but he's just yelling out of the hood now, like, oh my God. <laughs> smelling salts are terrible. Yes, they are. Um, Maxie will then take the hood off once he's awake. Um, he is secured to a chair in the middle of the farmhouse living room. Okay. He goes, now my headaches worse, so thanks for that. And then Ma Maxie then pulls the earplugs out. 
Apologies, you chose option two. Probably better than a, you know, drug-induced cardiac arrest. Are you a physician? A physician? <laughs> no. Yes. Okay, so then you Somebody are... who understands what you're doing? Yeah. That might have killed me. That's okay, though. Understood. Now we wait. Sure. Hear any good ones lately? No. <laughs> You're blast at parties, I bet. If you would like, uh, I'd be happy to read a book for, for you from the shelf on the wall. No, I'm good. Thanks, though. Uh, so the four of you, the other four, so the Apex Chone and said with your guest, you pull up to the farmhouse. On the way back, for no reason whatsoever, Chone makes a mental note to get some medical training in the future. <laughs> Seemed like an idea. Yeah, probably. Oh. I, it's funny to me that we had the we have the resources of the you know worldwide internet at our disposal, and nobody bothered to look up like low Google. blood pressure or any kind of medical information to see if there's anything we could do to. It did dawn on me to like Google, Google drug interactions, <laughs> and I was like, Meh. I've played sim surgery many times, so I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Oh my god. You walk your I played one in a video game. <laughs> yes, you, 100%. <laughs> you walk your guest into the house. Uh Max, you see them walk a person who appears to be 5'4 who is wearing a black jumpsuit and combat boots into the house. They have a hood over their head. The house um is appointed as you would expect it to be appointed by an older farming couple. Sure. Uh, the decor is very much matching what you might think of a <laughs> there are porcelain plates with cats on them hanging on the wall but there are uh, noticeably there are no photographs <laughs> the nice pictures of Elvis though it's no, a velvet Elvis behind, Elvis behind the curtains no, there's also <laughs> some cats <laughs> in the house I pay no attention to the cat behind the curtains there are cats in the house behind the curtains <laughs> causing a ruckus right now what kind of farmhouse doesn't have cats exactly <laughs> So what are you all doing? I'm pulling the hood off of uh, Missy. Okay. She, uh, so Maxie, first you see the description that I described earlier. Um, and she looks at Red Cap. She goes, look who went and got themselves fucking captured. And Red Cap literally just starts laughing. Like, I cannot fucking believe this. Like, guffawing. Like, just... <laughs> You're who they said. Oh, shit. <laughs> he goes, well, fuck me sideways. And he just keeps laughing. <laughs> and the cat jumps on Red Cap's shoulder. Life imitates art, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. And, and Nara goes, Nara goes, she goes, that's him. All right. Wow. Kind of surprising, honestly. Then our business is concluded for the moment. She goes, you want me to take him? Hold, hold on a second. <laughs> I very quickly send a message to my IOG. Uh, it says, identity confirmed, where pick up, question mark. Um, they say, 
set a rendezvous point. We'll send someone. This was just for identity confirmation. I I gave them the exact same rendezvous point as the where we picked up Miss Ishikawa, and I say twenty minutes. Oh, we can't be there in twenty minutes. You got to give us at least like oh my god, like an hour and a half. All right, two hours. I'm gonna shoot a message to Alondra, asking her if she knows. Did you say Nara was her name? Mm -hmm. Nara Ishikawa. Yeah. Alondra goes, yes, she's Jay's proxy. Oh. Okay, cool. Interesting. Did she verify his identity? Yes. Thumbs up emoji. (laughs) (laughs) And that is actually where we're going to stop tonight. Oh, man. Is standing in the farmhouse in this weird, tense, like, cousin situation. Thank you, everyone, for joining us tonight. I hope you had a good time. Well, uh, hopefully Kansas standoff. Yeah, we'll call it a Kansas standoff. That's good. I uh, thank you all for coming. I hope for those that have been watching for a while, the light is starting to come through. I hope for the players, the light is starting to shine through some places, right? A little bit. A little bit, I promise. Yeah. (laughs) Things are going to continue developing. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, Let's start with this. uh, Steph, where can we find you on the interwebs? And plug your new thing that that should be coming out here Uh, in a few days. Yeah. Sunday. Sunday, 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 Sunday. <laughs> where can we find you? Yeah. Um, well, so first of all, you can find me at Starlet Firefly, pretty much all the social medias. Um, you can find me on Welcome to St. Paxton podcast. And then my new exciting project is a new podcast that's coming out on Halloween called Sawyer and Bennett and Zombies. 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 Yep. And Alex is, uh, has a little part on the first episode, so... Give it a listen. Silly. Yeah. It's fun. Um, yeah. And that's at Sawyer and Bennett on the social medias. Wait, are we all going to get to death to guest star at some point? If you would yeah. like, we need guests. So. Heck yeah. I'll <laughs> back. I just did some like quick voiceover recording. That was all it, I did. It was perfect. So yeah. <laughs> hook us up. Okay. Read, read the same line 10 ways. The end. It and was. I only asked for like two ways, so you I went above and beyond. I couldn't how to do it. Um, <laughs> Michael, where can we find you, buddy? Uh, you can find me at the Redemption Podcast, uh, on, at Redemption Pod on the social medias. Uh, you can find me at Loser MLW on the social medias. Uh, I'm on that show, and you'll also find me in a new holiday special that will be appearing uh, this this holiday season. Uh, it'll be streaming and it'll be on my socials when it's available. Uh, Ooh, I get to voice I hear a couple about, puppet elves. I want to hear more about this as this goes. This is going to be fun. awesome. It's fun. Haley, where can the folks find you at home from home? <laughs> well, I hope they're not finding me from home. That's kind of creepy. Nope. Oh. Um, you can find me on <laughs> <at> Twitter. <laughs> True. You can find me on Twitter at GGKaley. And you can find me at Redemption Podcast. Where I also play alongside Michael in a Star Wars podcast we are the i think we're still the oldest still running star wars podcast we are so, the wow. oldest star wars podcast that's not verified As far, I, hey, I we can't think of anyone that's been running longer <laughs> I mean, it's, been, it's been I'm, six years so i'm putting that out there i don't think anybody's run one this long and and been this consistent so um, go find them there caleb where can we find you sir 
You can find me on the socials at the Caleb G. And you can also hear me over on the RPG Academy Twitch every once in a while. Uh, we're playing 13th Age every other Monday, but we tend to have a lot of hiatuses. Uh, reason for the current hiatus is because a catacon is coming up. So if you're in that area, go to a catacon. Are you going to a catacon? No. No. <laughs> I'm. I still not managed to make it to a convention yet. Are you, Michael? Oh, you're, you're, you're gonna make oh, it. Nice. Yeah. So there you go, I, viewers. I, I, go unless, meet Michael at a catacon. Unless Ooh. something changes in the next week, I think I'm gonna go. Wow. All right. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh thank you again, everybody, for joining us. As always, you can find me on every social media place: uh, Twitter, TikTok, all the places at Alex the Humanoid. Um, we will see you back here in a couple of weeks. More show information hopefully coming soon. We're still. I driving toward getting this other show off the ground which will take our Wednesday spots but please, please uh, join us uh, two weeks from now for the next episode of Chaos Inc. Have a great night everybody. Stay safe, stay weird and we'll see you next time. <laughs> Bye! Bye! Bye.